welcome to the Full Circle Podcast with Julie, Glenn and Phil. Kate Ray, and you're listening to Full Circle Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Full Circle Podcast. That was indeed Kate Ray. It was. Uh, hello, Phil. Hello. Good evening, Julie. Good, good evening, evening, Phil. And uh, good evening, Glenn. Hello, Phil. Hello, Julie. How are you both? You're both sounding high spirits, so uh, I take it the weather's had an effect on the pair of you? Do you know, yeah. I think it always does me. The yeah, sun's great, isn't it? it? Yeah. 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 Makes yeah. you feel good. Mm. So, yeah, I'm all right, Glenn. Are you? I am feeling refreshed. Just come back from our holidays. Um, yeah. So I'm in that in-between stage where you're just trying to get back on track where you were before you left for your holiday, mm-hmm. if you know what I mean. I'm still kind of in holiday Holiday mode. mode. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so I'm doing well, thank you. What yeah. about yourself there, Julie? Yeah, another busy week for me. Yeah, all good. So a bit of everything. Variety, lots of stuff going on. I've had a puppy as well. Oh, oh, do tell us more. I can't believe you haven't bought him or her. Well, I didn't want her to be disruptive, but I will bring her another time. So right. she's 12 weeks old. I've okay. called her <coughs> Aria, um, named after a character out of Game of Thrones. Oh, okay. So it's a very unusual, unusual name. Unusual name, yeah. Yeah, a long story about why I've had a puppy, but I will tell that another time. But she's great. Uh, I've had her since Sunday evening. And she's settling in really well, and everybody loves her. Oh, yeah, she's really adorable. Fantastic. Oh, and I'm pleased you have one. Say as well, were you comfortable about shouting Aria at the top of your lungs when you go out for a walk on the park? I think I am, yeah. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah, I'm okay with that now. <laughs> that's good. Yeah, my, my other cat, Nefertiti, is a bit of a mouthful, though. So. I bet. <laughs> I bet. But, I had a friend, and their dog was called Flannel. Oh, <laughs> And they okay. had to shout Flannel over the park. That's a new one. <laughs> mm. But, uh, yeah, so I'm enjoying puppy time. Yeah, yeah. it's great. Oh, lovely. I will bring her another time. She can be a guest as well. Okay. Yeah. And, Phil, you've I'm so overwhelmed with, with your good news. Can you share it with the listeners, please? Mm. I can. What's I can, actually. With you? Well, to be, let, let, let's, let me start from the beginning. I will say, Glenn, that I know that you're kind of coming out of holiday mood. I'm trying to get into it because I go – to Cornwall next week. Oh, right. Okay. So I'm really looking forward to that. That's why I think I, I feel like I'm in holiday mood already. You've got the shorts on, haven't with you? With my shorts and, 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 my, your crocs. and my crocs on. You've got a surfer dude vibe going there. <laughs> I am a whole vibe tonight, Glenn. <laughs> you are. You're getting ready for your holiday day. I'm a vibe, yeah. But yes, <laughs> I was on. So, so with the grief, with the grief and uh, bereavement support group that's starting in, in July. Uh, July, on the 1st of July next month. Um, it's, it was in the local paper the other day, um, lifting the lid on grief. Mm, that's good. And then from then, um, I had a call from BBC Radio Nottingham. Okay. Uh, who asked me to be a guest on the show. Uh, so I was interviewed yesterday, uh, live on radio, which was fabulous. Really yeah. enjoyed that. And good we experience. got, yeah, we got to talk about grief and bereavement and what to do if, Somebody, if you know somebody that's has had had a loved one pass on, and in, and if you don't know what to mm. say to them, and yeah. we've talked, we talked about our own thoughts on what happens when we die. 
Right, as well, quite and, deep that, into and that it, transformation. So it, it, she did actually say she could have talked to me all day, but I, I had about I had about seven minutes. Yeah, so. perhaps she'll go back on again there. So yes, so I think the when the grief support group starts, the death. Let's I'm going to call it a death cafe when it starts. Okay, in, <laughs> in July. Right. Okay, um, I think it's going to be fairly busy. Yeah, I do think it's going to be quite busy. I hope it is anyway. So. There's a need for that in society, isn't there? Yes, definitely. Yeah. yeah. And it's nice to hear that they're giving that airspace as well for that subject matter because, like you say, it's quite a taboo subject here in the UK. And she was it? saying, she was saying herself, the the presenter that I was with, she was saying yeah. that she doesn't like to talk about it, and and the children say, if the children try to talk about mm. death, she stops the conversation. Yeah, and and if this and they said one one asked her, they said, "Are you going to die?" And she went, "No, I'm not, I, I'm not dying. I won't die." Mm. And she and then she think and then she's in guilt because she's lied. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Really, it's it's, it's hard to find the right right words, isn't it? Um, yeah, it's not a subject yeah. that people want to talk about uh, yes. as such, but. You know, there's a lot of support out there, isn't there, mm. from the new group that we're going to be uh, yeah, setting up. Yeah. Well, you're, yeah. you're setting up, but you've asked me to come along as well, haven't you? Phil? Yes, as a as another perspective as well on on support for grief and bereavement. So yeah, thank you. So no, thank you for coming. Brilliant. No so things are moving thick and fast for you there, Phil. That's mm. fantastic news. Yeah. So great. Anyway, we have a guest. We do. We do. Waiting we are so privileged again to be over the pond um, and we're traveling all the way to i do believe uh, it's grafton in wisconsin usa which is kind of i think in between i don't if I, if i'm right i think it's in between minneapolis and kind of chicago uh-huh. so that's kind of where we are i think in the in the usa um we are privileged to have spiritual advisor, psychic medium, metaphysical teacher, um, author as well, and spiritual teacher of many, many fascinating workshops. Please welcome Christina Bloom. Welcome, Christina, to the show. Hello. (laughs) Welcome. Wow, you sounded, you made me sound really important oh you are are. all our guests are of (laughs) utmost importance christina so that sounded kind of impressive i don't really hear that very often oh (laughs) there you go yeah own it definitely thank you yes the list of workshops that i have in front of me are uh, are just amazing to be honest and i hope that at some point in this in the episode we get to talk about some of those so Mm. um yeah that's fascinating yeah absolutely i have to tell you that list came from my students because they like to challenge me (laughs) and during the pandemic i was doing weekly classes online and um every week my students got to choose the topic of the next class so there were sometimes they chose a topic i didn't know anything about so (laughs) wow i had a week to learn it and teach it (laughs) Gosh, that, that's you do like challenges yeah, then, Christina. Yeah. I, do. <laughs> I do. <laughs> and are you still having the challenges? Do they still suggest different uh, workshops to you as well? Yeah, yeah. The, the, that it's elementals on. one came out of that. Actually. Ah. 
Yeah. Yes, I'm fascinated with that because I'd love to know about, I'd love to listen to you about fairies, dragons and gnomes. So, uh, <laughs> but we'll, uh, we'll, we'll catch, we'll talk about that. But mm, awesome. a bit later, yeah. we always start, Christina, um, at the beginning. It's always a good place to start, isn't it? It sure is. Um, yeah. And that is always about your own path and your own uh, beginning, really, of, a, of, of, as your, of your spiritual life. Yeah, and your awakening. Can you, tell us, can you tell us a little bit or a lot about that? <laughs> yeah, one of these days I'm just going to have to write the book and get it over with. But, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, my abilities first came through in dreams as a child, uh, a small child, actually. It was first noted when I was a toddler and I woke up crying. And the dream was that I was in my grandparents' home office, but it wasn't an office, it was a bedroom. And there was a lady laying in the bed. And I climbed up on a step stool and kissed her on the cheek and covered her up with a sheet. And then I woke up crying. Mm. And the way that I described the room, my mother figured out that it was my grandparents' office. And she literally the next morning when she was trying to figure out why I was so hysterical, she picked up the phone to call her mom and her mom had called in to our phone and the phone never rang. They just started talking to each other. Like they both called at the same time and it connected. Ah. And um, my mom's paternal side is from Sweden. And my grandmother was calling to tell me that some uncle I'd never heard of in Sweden passed away that oh. night. Yeah. Mm. Wow. So... Um, I had that dream oh, five or six times throughout my childhood. And every single time it was a relative I didn't know who didn't live in the United States had passed away. And they were all related to that grandmother. It was my great grandmother mm. and the one that I'm named after. Right. So, yeah, so that's how it started. Mm. Um, it, it's interesting, too, because I, I also grew up in an addictive family. Uh, I started drink. Well, I was actually born intoxicated, but um, okay. from then on, <laughs> I picked it up on my own. And uh, you know, by the time I was in middle school or what you, I don't know, what do you call sixth, seventh, eighth grade? I don't know. Secondary school. Um, yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, by the time I was there, I was already chronically alcoholic on my own, uh, just trying to to not hear the voices because. Once I reached like puberty, then I started having those experiences when I was awake yeah. and mm. I would see things and I would hear things and I thought I was going crazy, but my family thought it was normal. And so I guess because other members of the family are like that too, but nobody ever talked about it really. And so that's really kind of where it started. Like uh, the addiction kicked in in a big way. Because I was trying not to hear the voices. I was trying not to see the images. It didn't stop it. It just kind of made it darker. Dulled it slightly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I got into recovery from addiction, uh, 17, 18, somewhere around there. And, um, whoa, that was weird. <laughs> what was that? What's that? I don't know. It was a weird sound. All right. That was interesting. Oh, okay. That was interesting. <laughs> anyway, so oh, we didn't yeah, hear, we didn't hear anything. <laughs> okay. Hmm. 
All right. Uh, so anyway, um, yeah, it that's also part of my sobriety story because I really had to accept my own uh, abilities. I had to accept that I was going to see and hear things, that I was going to feel things other people didn't feel mm. in order to stay clean and sober. Mm. So that is just is part of those stories intersect. Yeah. Again, I'm just going to write the book and get it over with one of these days. Mm, I think you should. It's, it's fascinating. You know, yeah. you're going to inspire so many people as well by sharing your story. Oh, thank you. Mm. Thank you. Yeah. I, I really feel like, you know, we all have our own stories like that because someone somewhere can relate to it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So after you sort of... Um, Went through the mastering the addiction. Where did you go from there, then, Christina? Um, <laughs> I don't know that anyone ever mastered it. But uh, <laughs> um, a year after I got sober, I was uh, diagnosed with cancer. All right, and it it was at that point when I got intentional about things related to spiritual as in you know eating right meditating mm -hmm. uh natural healing kinds of things um i flat out refused to take chemo right wow mm. sorry i'm sitting in a parking lot and a truck just drove by so i covered oh. up my speaker so it wouldn't be too loud for you um so yeah going through that whole thing really got me to the point where i was accepting of learning how to use energy in a more intentional way. Right, gosh. Yeah. And since then, it's just been a constant learning. Mm. <laughs> I think it is for all of us, you know, once you open that door, yeah. lots of stuff comes in, you know, so that's where that starts. Yeah. yeah. When, did you, when did you start to work as um, a channel or, or a psychic medium mm. professionally? Christina? Uh, 2001. Right, okay. Yeah. Was that something yeah. that you, um, um, what's the word that I'm looking for? Was that something that you decided to do and did it straight away or was it a, um, a gradual thing that, that got you to that point? I think it was a gradual thing. I mean, you know, there's a lot of growing to do to come into this type of work and be able to do it on a full-time basis. Mm. It took me probably 12 years since I started my business in 2001. Mm -hmm. It took 12 or 13 years to where I was full-time in it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I was still working other jobs and doing other things and realizing that I wasn't going to be successful at anything else because this is what I came to do. Yeah. yeah. This is the reason I landed on this planet. Yeah. Like you're calling... Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 It's right. interesting how all roads lead to that, isn't it? As well. So you may you probably had a desire to do other things <clears throat> in your life, but for whatever reason, they never worked out the way that you anticipated, because you right. you came here to do that purpose. What you're doing exactly. Now. Exactly. Mm. Yeah. There. I. I don't think I've ever held. Uh, I'm going to put air quotes here. Real job. <laughs> now, maybe more mean? than two or three years. I, yeah. I just couldn't. Yeah. I, it just wasn't. I kept getting called back to this. And yeah. and when when you get a, a spiritual calling like that, it will not leave you alone. Mm, I don't care true. how much you try to yeah. ignore it. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. not going away. It keeps away. coming back, doesn't it? Yeah. 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 
as a collective, Christina, we've 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 said as a collective, well, us three really, uh, and I know this is the same for many other people. But over the last year, over the last six six to twelve months, really, things have kind of evolved for us. Things have uh, been removed. Obstacles have been removed, yeah. and 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 now we seem to be moving a into a different place, flow. Do you mm. have you found mm. that for yourself over the last year, Christina? Oh, absolutely. For myself and everyone else I've had a conversation with, mm. um, you know, everyone seems to be, the thing is that people are going through some struggles right now yeah, and are. have been, you know, but it seems to be intensifying over the last year. And it feels personal, even though it's not really personal because we're all going through it. Yeah. Right. That's right. We're all going through this expansion. We're all going through this ascension. And then there are those who are choosing not to participate at some level. And not at a conscious level, I don't believe, because I don't think anybody would make those choices at a conscious level. But at some level, it, it's almost like we're splitting into two two worlds on the same planet. Yeah. Does that make sense? Absolutely. It does. Okay. Actually, yes, yeah. the new world and the old world, the, old, the new yeah. energy and old energy. Yeah. Um, somebody likened that to almost like two, like uh, the, the world, the globe, mm. splitting into two and and yeah. separating into two separate worlds the new world and the old world yeah. and and at the minute we can be part of the old world or part of the new, new world, world. Yeah. Um, yeah but they are separating and yeah. i suppose yeah. we need to choose which where we are which, which yeah. one we're going on don't yeah. we um i know i know as for us as light workers christina i know that we're in that new energy yeah. so We've kind of made that decision already, haven't we? And people choose. People can choose, yes, can't they? Which, which, energy, which energy they want to live in. Yeah, I agree. And I think a lot of people, this is my opinion, my, yeah. <laughs> a lot of people who are choosing to live in the old energy aren't making a conscious choice. No. Mm. Mm. Yeah, they are just, that they're just work, staying there. Yeah. yeah, just stay where they are. I do wonder... Um, and this is something that I've, you might, you might have the answer, Christina, I don't know. <laughs> let's, let's see. <laughs> I don't know, throw it out, let's see <laughs> I do wonder what, for us, in the new energy, what's going to happen to the people that are in the old energy? Mm, good question, Phil. Physically. I'm talking, huh. like, yeah, physically. physically. Yeah. Are they going, are we going to be um, lifted up? Are we going to... Um, Some of us, I think. Transcend. Yeah. Are our physical bodies going to transcend? Or are the people in the old energy going to leave or, or let's say, die? Shall mm. we? Wow. And yeah. that's, I, I wonder. <laughs> you don't beat yeah, around the bush. Straightforward. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, my feeling has been, and I've done a little bit of meditating on this, and people have asked this during channeling sessions as well. Yeah. And, the general consensus from whoever is in charge out there in the universe is that they're just going to live their lives like they always have. And as they die off, they won't be replaced. Mm. Ah, yes. That makes sense. But, yeah, yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Oh, I quite liked the idea of transcending, though, didn't you? Don't you? I do. I do. I kind of want to just float up into yeah. wherever that beautiful energy is. And, and it's happened know, but, It's happened before, hasn't it? 
Who was it? it that was, who was it that was transcended? Oh, in the it was in the Bible, wasn't we're it? We're getting it's deep in, here, aren't we? Oh, now? Already. <laughs> Go on, Phil. <laughs> it was in scripture, and I can't remember who it was. But if you don't mind me researching that now, I will have a look. Of course, yeah. <laughs> Go, Go for it, it, Phil. Right. Yeah, transcended. Yeah. Well, there's a lot yeah, of I, scripture work there, isn't there, in the Bible? I always believe that um, with this split, um, people would ag- exist, obviously, but they their vibration would be completely different and so they wouldn't recognize the other communities it wouldn't even come on their radar so to speak they wouldn't feel that urge to to mingle or interact they just go about their own business yeah that's what i've been getting too Mm. they'll just go about their own business like they always have and really they're not noticing us Mm, like, like almost like you're invisible. Have you experienced yeah. this, Christina? I know I've had it several times whilst I've been driving. Now I drive a van, so it's not as if it's invisible. And right. I, I can be driving up the road, and there's pedestrians literally walk out in front of a big van, you know, ready yeah. to be splattered. <laughs> Gosh, <laughs> yeah. And it's as if they're looking through the van; they can't see the van. Mm. It is so unreal, and I've had car drivers do the same thing as well um you know pulling out literally right inches in front of you as if they cannot see you i've had very similar experiences um yeah where, where people just don't even don't even notice it like this and this for me started years ago mm. where i was i was driving i was traveling a long ways like cross country and I, I pulled off into a rest area and I just crawled into the back of my van and I went to sleep and somebody literally walked into my van, right. like wow. boom, right into the side of it yeah. and took a step back. And I, I, I obviously woke me up. I opened my eyes and yeah. I looked up and there's this woman standing there looking at the van, like, where did that come from? <laughs> <laughs> Wow. She was just completely befuddled. She could not figure out where, where that came going from. On. Yes. Yeah. Walked right into it. Yeah. Yeah. Did you find the scripture? I did. Yeah, go on then. Oh, I've, I've, I've yeah. researched well. <laughs> okay. So so sacred scripture teaches basically that Enoch and Elijah oh, that's it. were yeah. assumed into heaven while still alive yeah. and not experiencing physical death. Death, yeah. Wow. So they basically they were they were assumed they were taken up. Mm. Now, to, for me, that sounds a little bit like astral travel, or, or beam me up, Scotty. Mm. Were, they ta- were they taken yeah. back to the mothership? Mm. I don't know, but I think I saw an episode of Ancient Aliens about that, mm. where they were talking about Enoch rising up into the sky. Yeah. Wow. So, so maybe he was just abducted. Yes, you never, you don't know. <laughs> Possibly, we don't know. <laughs> oh, I like the way that this conversation is very heading. fascinating, isn't it? Thank you, Phil. Yeah. I think that's the way that I'd like to go. Yeah, well, it sounds quite quite good, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just you float, know, I've been waiting away. for that mothership my whole life, and <laughs> have not come back for me yet. I know, me too, me too, Christina. <laughs> Keep <Well>, looking. <laughs> well, that just takes me to my other theory that we go back every night when we go to sleep. Uh-huh. Definitely. Oh, yeah. I agree yeah. with that. That's why I wake up yeah. green. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and you're wearing green now, Glenn. Uh, I am. <laughs> yeah. That's, I've had that conversation with my mum earlier, actually, Which about, one? about what we do when we go to sleep. Oh, did you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. What That's, did she say? Uh, snore. 
Well, actually, we were talking again about death. Can you believe that's all I talk about at the minute? Is death. <clears throat> um, that's fine. And how, when we go to sleep, we were talking about the possibility of we we rejoin the people that have passed over and visit people, and that's why people that mm. are in grief sometimes wake up and when they remember they feel that grief really strongly in the morning and almost fear okay. of oh, being of being yeah. on their own. Oh. And I said, maybe it's because actually when we go to sleep, we leave our bodies and we are with that loved one again. Right. Astral travel then you're talking about. Now, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. Interesting. Mm. What do you think about that, Christina? Cause, um, well, it makes sense to me, actually. Um, I recently lost my son and we meet in the dream space yes but i'm also as a medium i mean i've been talking to him the whole time so oh right um oh, yeah that so, must be comforting yeah. it, it yeah. is comforting yeah. it is comforting um not having him here physically is difficult but yeah yeah um I can imagine. yeah it's comforting that we can have conversations and he just came to me one day and he said okay mom you're not going to see me for a while i need to go do my life review right and i'm yeah. like okay yeah. So you know that, yeah. don't you? And you can sort of just wait for the time when he's ready to. Does that yeah, bring Does that yes. bring comfort for you, Christina? It does for me. Yeah, I mean, there's still waves of grief. Yeah. And when you guys were talking at the beginning of the show about the grief support group, and yeah, you know that those things are just really so important, even for people who can communicate mm. with their loved ones once mm. they've gone. Yeah. For sure. You know. A, it's just so important to know that you're not alone in it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Definitely. Um, anyway, can can we go on to the subject matter? Moving swiftly on. <laughs> yes. How about the Akasha um, Records? To well, before we go on to that, oh. I'd like to talk about how you became a radio host, oh. and you have your own show called Be the Change. Can you tell us a little bit about oh, that? that? Sounds Christine? good. <laughs> sounds exciting. Yes. Yeah. Well, it is exciting. Um, my friend Diet Renee, who is also a psychic had a show on an unknown radio station, which is now just blowing up all over the place. Um, there's, we, we went from, I think, five or six shows to so somewhere between 25 and 30 shows on a weekly basis. Right, um, that's good. Um, that's where I do the voiceovers, actually. I do the voiceovers for the station. But um, she, she kept bugging me about getting my own show, and I, <laughs> I had been a guest on hers a few times, and she's like, you need your own show. You need your own show. You need your own show. <laughs> you sound like a broken record. Oh. And I'm going to until you get your own show. Yeah. So, <laughs> you have to give in then. <laughs> and so, uh, gosh, it's going to be two years in September now mm -hmm. this, since I've been doing it. Um, but, yeah, I, I got in touch with the station owner, who's also the producer of all the shows. And uh, we just decided to do it. And kicked around uh, the name of the show. We had a few different ones. I don't even remember what any of the other ones were, but we settled on Be The Change, and mm. it's been going ever since. Mm. Right. What's Brilliant. the actual radio station called, Christina? It's WLTKDB.com. Right. Okay. Yeah. We'll have a look for that later. Definitely. Yeah. We'll tune in. We yeah. were on. We were on an American radio. It was A1 radio. A1R. A1R. Yeah. A1R. Yes. Oh, yeah. Radio. yeah. So we were on that last year. We were a guest on there last year, weren't we? 
We were mm. in Jersey. I know. I keep trying to get you on my show, but the time change thing, because I do a live show yeah. that puts you on the air at 2 a.m. Wow. <laughs> to have a, have a late night. <laughs> <laughs> or an early morning. One oh, exactly. Yeah. I'm usually up till one o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure we could. I'm sure we could do that at some point for you. Then. Sure, we'll, yeah, we'll, something we'll figure it out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, in your yeah. show, then, Christina, do you dive deep with uh, conversations with guests on air, or do you have callers that that call in with their problems mm. or anything like that? Um, we do a lot of different things. Okay. I've had a lot of different guests. Uh, in May, we just ended a segment called Medical May, and I had a doctor of physical therapy as my co-host for the month. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, we covered all different kinds of health issues and, you know, things that we can integrate naturally between allopathic medicine and yeah. net more natural medicine or holistic medicines. And it just it was it was just a really interesting thing that we covered so much ground in one month and people were mostly interested in um, sleep issues. Right. Chronic pain, okay. mental health, yeah. and uh, what, did, what was it? It was autoimmune disorders because there seems to be a huge flare-up of autoimmune disorders, at yeah. least here. I don't know about there. but um, So those were the topics that we kind of covered. I'll be doing uh, closer to the holidays, probably November, an entire month with mental health care and getting some mental health care professionals to come on the show i think it's very much needed i don't know about the us but in the uk um it's very much um people are flat out the professionals you know there's no space for people to get these appointments anymore there's a two-year waiting list so yeah um it's good that you're doing that definitely yeah same here Mm. yeah suicide rates Mm -hmm. going through the roof and yeah it's just crazy gosh Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And so do you have callers that call in to the show as well and get involved? In well, we don't have callers. We have a chat room. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And the chat room is very active. They've created their own community. <laughs> I try to monitor it, but boy, it goes fast. <laughs> it's popular though. These people, yeah. Well, these people have become friends with each other. So they're in there having their own conversation oh, while we're nice. doing a show. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I love it. We, there's a really nice support group in there. And I mean, they're kind of in there having their own group therapy session during As the well. show. Yeah. Yeah. And I love it because everybody needs help, right? Yeah. yeah definitely. Yeah. 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 That's fantastic. Do. Gosh, that's really so good. I, I that's can really feel Phil is itching to know. He wants to ask. Do, do you know what I was just thinking? I was, I was thinking. I love the idea of a of the of a chat room. That's that. What a fascinating, mm. interactive way of doing that. Yeah, yeah, that's brilliant. I love that. What do I yeah, want we, to know, Glenn? Sorry. I was just feeling your vibes. You're itching to know about the Akashic records. You're wanting to dive deep. I love how you say that, Glenn. Akashic. Well, it, it's very northern of me, isn't it? It's very. I uh, say Akashic records. I say Akashic, Akashic records. records. Christina, how, how do you say it? Exactly. <laughs> Put me on the spot, why don't you? Um, I say Akashic records. Right. Okay. Akashic. There you go. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> two against two. We against got it two. right. Two uh, against two. Julie. We'll, we'll, we'll agree to disagree, though. Shall yeah, we? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
So I've noticed that I this is... I don't really is, think it matters how you say it. No. 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 <laughs> I've noticed this is one of the workshops that you do, Christina. Um, mm-hmm. Can you tell us about the Akashic Records? It's really interesting because the Akashic Records are basically the energetic records of everything. Mm that has ever existed or ever will exist, right? So um, I, I know other people who do Akashic Records readings, and we all do it a little bit differently. Yes. For me, when I go in to read someone's records or teach them how to do it either way, uh, we go into like what I visualize as the Library of Alexandria. Right, so it's this big white marble building with this huge staircase and big doors that open, and everyone has their own librarian. Mm-hmm. So I go in, and if I'm doing, let's say, a reading for Glenn, I would go in and meet my librarian, and he would take me to the room where Glenn's mm-hmm. records are held and introduce me to Glenn's librarian. And that's where I get the information from. He brings the books down off the shelf, shows me what I need to see, he, she, it, whatever. I mean, there have mm-hmm. been some really interesting librarians because this isn't just for Earth. <laughs> yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. That's amazing. So, so you can, uh, so when you access the records for, let's say, Glenn or, mm-hmm. or anybody then, you can actually right. access the records from when we maybe had previous lives on different planets mm-hmm. as a different race and, and possibly... Probably, because all moments are, are now, aren't they? So you would be able mm. to access future lives as well then, wouldn't you? Or, you know, I think so. They just don't tell me which ones are future and which ones are past. Yeah. Mm. Because it's all happening at once. Uh, yeah, mm. yeah. So as far as the librarian's concerned, there is no future, there is no past. Mm. So it's just a different aspect. Yes, yeah. A different present moment. Yeah. Mm. Right. Mm. Right. That's fascinating. So, so uh, different people have explained to me differently how they how they access the records. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot. Of, some people say mm-hmm. that they go up into source mm-hmm. and access them that way, but other people have said that they go down into the crystal matrix of the earth and access the records there. Mm-hmm. I'm, I yeah, I've that, heard that too. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, so so, do you kind of go it up to the up into the? Uh, can you explain again? Up into the ether. Up into <laughs> the ether. Is, is yeah. that what you mean? Yeah. 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 Well, it's kind of on the. I, I use kind of a, a self hypnosis technique to do it. Mm, yeah. So as I'm climbing the stairs, I'm going deeper and deeper and deeper. Yeah. Into conscious or you know yeah conscious. Consciousness. Sorry. Yeah. 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 Um, you know, so I'm going kind of more almost into a trance mm. as I'm doing it. And um, that, I guess because I've had hypnosis training, that's the way that I do it. I just take myself into a deeper level. Yes. Yeah. And as I'm going up, I'm going into the deeper level. So it, that's what makes sense in my very Virgo brain. Mm. Right. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. so what, what sort of information would you perhaps go to those records for? Oh, there's lots of different reasons. Um, mostly people who want me to access their records, they want to know why they've made the choices that they've made mm-hmm. or what's driving their personality or 
um, have I had contact with this one person in in many different ways or many different lifetimes? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Really, what the the question Mm -hmm. is what drives the answers. So, if you had a specific question, I would go in and ask your librarian. Okay, this is what this person wanted to know. A lot of people are like, what is in this contract that I signed to get when I came into this life? And why did I decide to do do this? this. And and why did I not have legal representation when I did this? (laughs) Uh Uh That's been a big question. Like, uh uh-uh, I'm not doing this again without a lawyer. (laughs) (laughs) I heard once that when we are making, when, when when we are drawing up our, our soul contract, it's not a case of how we would say yes or no. It's all yeses, or, or, or I think somebody said that. Yeah. So basically, we don't we don't make a choice on yes or no. We say yes to everything. Okay. Um, and in, then in that way, because we've said yes to everything, the possibilities of what happens in our life endless. are endless. Mm. Mm. That oh, makes yeah. sense. I'd yeah. not heard that before, actually, but mm. that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, because we make uh, so what, what many. I have been. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no. I was just going to say that we make. We do. We make that many choices throughout our lives. We do. Mm. An infinite number of choices every day. That they all lead to then a different path. So. Mm. Right, right. Um, I, I think my understanding has been, and maybe this needs to be revised now because that makes a lot of sense. But my understanding has been that we choose what we want to experience, but we don't necessarily choose any of the circumstances that yes, create the experiences. Yes, yes. Mm, that would make oh, a like lot that. of sense. Yeah, mm. for sure. So we, we choose whatever experiences that we wanted to experience and we don't choose then, the transport to get there. Yeah, we don't have the control over mm. the transport. Yes, yeah. Uh, some people even say, though, that we choose our families, which to me makes somewhat sense. Yes, yeah. Yeah. That mm. we choose we choose how we are born. We choose our parents. We choose siblings. We choose the circumstances of the birth as well. Right, right. I mean, yeah. that's, 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 what I've, that's what people have said. That's what mm-hmm. I've heard. And actually, it does make sense. I can't say that that's, that's fact. It would explain a lot because I <clears> came <throat> out feet first, yellow and screaming. And nothing's <laughs> changed. <Right. laughs> okay. Have you stopped yet? Nothing's changed. No. Yeah. You're green though, aren't you now? Not yellow. It's not right. green today. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> and, it, and it still is feet first and screaming, Glenn. It is, yeah. Kicking as well. I, uh, I'd like to add that into the mix. Now. Kicking and screaming. <laughs> Kicking and screaming. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. Can we look into uh, past life exploration? Um, we understand that you teach workshops and classes doing that as well. And and obviously we're yes, talking about the Akashic records there. Um, they may be interlaced. Oh, they're very interlaced. Interlaced. Yeah, very much so. Um when people are focusing on their past, focusing, sorry, on their past lives, it it's very much the same questions as going into the Akashic records. Okay. The, I think that I, the difference that I have noticed is the intent on, we can change some of our Akashic records. Like if we can go into it and say, 
I've already done that. I don't need to keep repeating this pattern. Mm. Once we've become aware of it, we can just go, mm, I don't want to do that one again. Yeah. And just, you know, kind of check off, done. We don't have to do that one again. Um, with past lives, it really seems to be more about relationships and how relationships have developed over lifetimes. Right. And, mm. Yeah. Interesting. Because I've heard various theories where your mother in this lifetime may have been um, your lover in a previous lifetime. You know, it, it can be yeah. quite bizarre like that, can't it? And like your daughter it could really have can. been your wife <laughs> in yeah. a previous lifetime. Yes, it really can. Yeah, it, it can be uh, really interesting for some people to go, no, that's not comfortable. I didn't want to know that. Mm. <laughs> 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 well, I suppose in many respects it, it would sort of answer the questions why we have certain personality traits and maybe uh, subconscious ideas in our current reality because of some right. of these experiences that we've had in our past, in our past lives. Right. I had one woman who did a past life regression because she wanted to know, believe it or not, why she hates cooking. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> right. Yeah. <clears throat> She's like, I need to know why I hate cooking so much. It's not like it's a difficult thing to do, but I dread it every single day. Okay. And and was there a reason for that? Well, we we did. I remember that one because that is like the weirdest question anyone's ever asked me as far (laughs) as past lives go. So so we went and we looked and it turns out she had been held captive um, in a dungeon and made to cook for the other prisoners for her whole life. Oh, wow. That'd yeah. do it, wouldn't it? Yeah, you'd be put off, wouldn't you? Yeah. Yes, yeah, mm. yeah. That'd certainly do it. Certainly put you off making gruel every day, wouldn't it? It would. <laughs> it would, yeah. Mm. So she's, yeah, she was like, okay, that makes sense. And then she told her husband it was his responsibility from that point forward. Yeah, you, you can do the cooking now. <laughs> so he yeah. took one for the team, bless him. Good man. Yeah. He's, he sounds like a keeper. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Without giving us without giving us any sensitive information, Christina, can you tell us mm-hmm. maybe what was what is, has been the most profound experience you've had with um, um, past life regression? Uh, for myself or someone else? Or for, or for someone else, if you can, or for yourself, okay. or for yourself. Hmm. Let's see. Well, I do. In my classes, in my intuitive you classes, we do group past life regressions in the second level. And that's where we all go into a guided meditation together as a group Mm. and um, find out where we've been together before, all of us. So that's been pretty profound for me. Um, There was one group where I think there were six of us and we found out that we were all together as the earth was being formed. Right. Okay. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So that was that one stuck with me. That one's pretty profound. That was pretty profound to like as we were kind of going through it, we were like part of the earth gaining consciousness. I bet that's hard to put into words, isn't it? That it level is. of experience. <laughs> yeah. Can... I've been struggling for the worst point. Wait, does that make sense? Um, yeah, but it was a really profound experience. And this was probably 
17, 18 years ago. And that entire group, me included, are still friends. Right. Yeah. So So you've got that connection and bond there still as well. Part of your soul group. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. There's another thing that I'm particularly interested in, um, that something that you're teaching that you do is animal communication. So having that level of understanding, communicating with them, I I assume non-verbally, energetically, telepathically. Can you talk us through that process a little? That's interesting. Just the other day, I did that on a Facebook Live. Oh, wow. I was doing animal <laughs> communication. Yeah. Okay. So if you go to my group page, it's it's there pinned at the top. You can just go ahead and watch it if you right. want to. Mm. Um, okay. Yeah. But animals communicate not so much in language, but sometimes they will. Fortunately, I'm I'm very visual, so I can get the visuals when they send when they show me. They will show me through their eyes what they're experiencing right. or what okay. they've seen. Um, and sometimes it's, if it's pets, it, it's more emotional. I can feel more the emotions of yeah. them. Um, being a physical empath, I can feel their pain. They'll show me where it hurts. And then it hurts in the correlation part, correlating part of my body. Yeah. Um, so that's really how it works. And animals, they don't communicate for as long. Like they get the message across, they're done. They're not mm. going to stick around and chit chat. They just and and of course the humans are like, but I want to hear more. And the animals are like, I got nothing more. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, what I'm, you done. Get. I'm done. I'm now. done. I'm done. Move on. My poor, my left poor hurts. There you go. Have that. <laughs> I answered oh. your question. Leave me alone. You know. <laughs> and it comes that with the animals. Oh. Yeah. And and do you relate that information? I mean, how do you ask, go about asking them just like you would communicate with your guide or is it, again, through images, pictures or feelings? Um, it's different with every animal just like it is with every person. Okay. So um, mostly dogs and cats are what I'm asked to communicate with, sometimes horses. I love communicating with horses yeah. because they're funny. Okay. So <laughs> <laughs> they got all kinds of antics. Um, but with dogs and cats they usually already have that emotional connection or the person wouldn't be asking about them. And so they show me like how they feel by making me feel how they feel. Yeah. Or um, literally they will show me what that person does through their eyes. Like they're sitting there watching them and I'm inside, let's say the dog's head looking through the eyes, watching the eyes of a dog. Yeah. Yeah. So who, who needs CCTV when you've got a dog <laughs> or a cat in the house? Yeah. Right? Yeah. All you got to do is figure out how to do it. And and really, it's just a matter of them letting me in. I mean, if, if they say no, there's no communication. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Do you think, so Glenn, Glenn, you've just mentioned cats, and it, it took me back to somebody that I spoke to quite a while ago about the difference between communicating with dogs and cats. Um, and Christina, I'd... I'd I'm going to ask you about this in a second. Yes. But I was told once that if you communi- when you, if you're communicating with a dog, mm-hmm. all you get is truth and a dog. But yeah. if you're communicating yeah. with a cat, they can actually be quite tricky <laughs> and, and sometimes fib. <laughs> <laughs> um, so so they said if you ask a cat if they've had the dinner, yeah, 
they will say no, 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 I haven't. <laughs> Even if they right, have, they, yeah, they will always say there's no food. They didn't eat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know what it is with cats. I think the cats are the bosses, to... aren't they? Really, they, they right, are definitely right. the bosses. They, oh, no, I can see the bottom of the bowl. These people are starving me to death. Yeah, very aloof as well. Mostly, though, the pe- the questions that I get asked though are more about. Um, you know, is my cat okay? Mm, what are yeah. they feeling? Why are they acting like they're in pain? How can I fix it? What do they need? And that stuff, cats don't lie about. Mm. Right. Yeah, so it's more of a healing, isn't it? The, the mm-hmm. cat or the dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, they might hide it on a conscious level, uh, the animals, but yeah, subconsciously they're, they're happy to share. Right. Mm-hmm. And they want they want to not be in pain. Yeah, so yeah, if sure. someone is offering help, they'll take it. Mm. They might not like it when you're trying to feed them a pill, but they will take the help <laughs> on an energetic level. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Interesting. Wow. So can we move on yeah, to, to, um, to talking about elementals, fairy, dragon, gnomes, and things of that nature? Can you enlighten us in the studio and our listeners about this topic? Yeah. You know, I really thought the UK was like the home of the fairies, right? I mean, where is it? Is it like Wales or Ireland or something where they oh. they actually have like little fairy houses all oh, over okay. the place? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hmm. They've got small houses in Wales. Um, yeah. I think it's, is it the, um, in Ireland as well? They're very apparently superstitious with the fairies. Yeah. Yeah. yeah down down south. Like uh, uh, is it not Surrey? When we were talking to Kate Ray, oh, where yeah, does she it go? Book or something, was it? Yeah, yeah, so there's a lot of act, fairy, so activi- fae, fae activity in the south mm. of England, isn't there? Yeah. But we have different elementals in different parts of the UK, Yeah, I think. Yeah. Mm. So. Yeah, the, everyone's favourite elemental seems to be either fairies or dragons. Mm. Mm. You know, that those are the ones that I get most questions about. Um I, I have been able to talk to fairies, gnomes, dragons, um, leprechauns who are like the angriest. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> They're just always mad at somebody. I don't know. Um, but <laughs> um, yeah, it just seems like all of these, what we would probably call fairy tale creatures, you know, those stories came from somewhere. Yeah. And so, you know, just not everyone can see elementals, which is probably good for the elementals, actually. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, not everyone can see them, and even some who can see them can't communicate with them. They just don't know how to energy match for that communication. And that's really what it comes to, is can you match the energy of whatever fae you're trying to talk to or get information from or share information mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. or whatever? And um, I, I was called one time to someone's home where they were going to put up a new structure and they thought maybe there was um, a fairy circle there and they wanted me to talk to the fairies and tell them what was happening to give them the opportunity to move their their circle somewhere else because they had limited space on which to build yeah yeah so um you know having the ability to be able to do that i feel like it's helpful and it's healing for not just humans, but for everyone. Mm. Yeah, it's sort of taking care of their needs as well, isn't it? And, and right. Practicalities and, and, you know, the building. once I explained to them, I mean, they were kind of mad. They didn't want to, they were angry. They didn't want to move the circle. <laughs> but mm, I, I was, 
I just had yeah. to explain to them that the humans only have permission to build in this area. Yeah. And they're like, well, they didn't ask our permission. <laughs> <laughs> well, I get that. <laughs> but they're mm. offering you the opportunity. Where would you like to go? They will help you move there. Mm. So, um, yeah, that turned out okay. Yeah. Yeah. Do you take yourself, Christina, do you take yourself through any type of process to energy match with different elementals? Mm, like the dragons, for example. Mm. Yeah. I don't, uh, well, meditation. I mean, I meditate before I try to communicate with most people. Yeah. I, I mean, and, and, I, and people, I don't mean just humans. I mean, I kind of involve everybody in people. Yeah. But yeah. Um, I meditate. I get quiet with myself, I get grounded, and I just ask my guides to help me open up and hear whatever it is that needs to be heard. Yeah. Mm, that's a lovely yeah. process there, yeah. And it seems throughout all spiritual practices mm. that meditation is the key to unlock the door and, and having that patience with it as well, mm. with the process. Right. Uh, right. Something that I've suggested to uh, some of my uh, students is um, that meditation doesn't necessarily have to be where you're there for 20 minutes lying down and listening to some on music or something. It can be literally when you're doing like household chores like ironing or washing the dishes where your mind is just being given that opportunity to be still mm. and have that peace right. there and uh, you can meditate whilst doing that. Think, right. Uh, well, yeah, it yeah. does. It comes back to you know, chop wood, carry water. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I've heard that before. Chop wood, carry water. I love that. Yeah, yeah. You're sounding quite uh, thoughtful there and reflective. Mm. Well, it's like <laughs> it's like that. Can you tell? <laughs> I actually like chopping wood. I, it's there's just something. I don't know. I just I like it. It's for some people. It's gardening. You know, if I'm going to be outside doing something, I'm not so much about my hands in the dirt, but I'm, I am I do like chopping wood. Mm. For me, mm. I like chopping the drums, playing the drums and getting it out <laughs> oh, of my system yeah. that way. <laughs> I like making drums. Oh, oh yeah. you make drums yeah. as well? Yeah, you do. yeah, I taught, yeah, just this past weekend, I taught a drum making workshop. Oh, yeah. shamanic, I'm assuming. Mm. Yes. Shamanic journeys. Excellent. Yeah. How did that Hand go? Drums. Is that a good weekend? It went really well. It went really well. It was a small group, um, and they were very specialized in what they wanted to do, and they made their own drums for healing, meditation. Um, I'm not sure what mm. ceremony, but, you know, we do a prayer before, as we're going into it, we do a meditation yeah. where we put our intention into the drum that they're making. And uh, when I teach a class, we do a dream catcher weave on the back of the drum. Oh, nice. Right. Okay. That's yeah. Mm. And so they're literally weaving their <laughs> dreams into their drum. Oh, I like the sound. Oh, that. yes. That's nice. So is there any particular hide that you use for the for the skin of the drum? Um, deer is most common, and okay. I think that might be for a couple of reasons. First of all, it's easiest to work with. Yeah. Um, and second of all, it's most plentiful. Yeah. We, we did have someone work with an elk hide but those are very thick and they don't stretch very well it's hard to get a good sound out of them mm, the yeah. the thing with those uh with the shamanic drums i mean i've got one of my own <laughs> me too is that you have to i find that i have to move it around the house because if there's a radiator on or if there's a 
particularly cold spot in the house, it affects the tuning of the drum. So you're forever moving this drum around to get the sound that you want for the job in hand. <laughs> yeah. Yes. It's like, Yes, well. you are. <laughs> you have to dry them out sometimes, don't you, when it's been cold, because they are quite loose, aren't they? I found that with mine. Yeah, drum. or if it's been damp, very humid, then you definitely yeah. have to dry them out, or you're just going to get a A strange thud. sound. Mm. Yeah. Just for me, thud. my preference is on like where, where they start to growl, and what I would mm, term the yeah. brown notes. When you hear that brown note, and I call it the brown note because you feel like soiling yourself when you feel the vibration <laughs> coming from it. <laughs> so I'm a big fan of that note on the drum. Oh. <laughs> I, I do like that deep resonant tone. Yes. I mean, yeah. Someday with, with a group, because I don't think I have the physical strength to do it just by myself, but I'd like to do a community drum. Um, you see them a lot in like Native American powwows and stuff where you have four people sitting around playing the same drum. One of those big ones. Oh yeah, oh, mother yeah. drum, mother yeah. drum. Yeah, yeah. yeah. One oh, of these fun. days, I'd like to make one of those. But I know that it's going to be first of all very expensive, and second of all, it it's going to take people working together to make it happen. Yeah. Mm. yeah. So, like you say, a drumming circle would need to be formed, mm -hmm. wouldn't it? Yeah. yeah. For that. Yeah. Set that right. Up, yeah. Um, yes. I think Glenn is about to give us. Uh, a, a, a two-minute warning. There, there, there we go. I was wondering. We've been out here a while. Now. Yeah, we've, so, we've managed to fit quite a lot in, actually. Just in the, so. in the, in the next minute and a half, Christine, yeah. the floor is yours to tell us, <laughs> um, to tell our listeners where they can find you, how they can get in touch with you. Um, yeah, your website. They, yeah. There you go. Over to you. All right. Yeah, yeah my on. website's really complicated. But are you ready? It's christinabloom.com. Okay, <laughs> it's really right. complicated, that one. <laughs> I'm scratching my head yeah. already. Okay. <laughs> but Christina's spelled with a K, and that's where people get lost. So yes. okay. yeah. it's Christina with a K, and Bloom has two O's. So okay. ChristinaBloom.com. Um, I have a Facebook group and a Facebook page. Uh, my Facebook page is, wow, let's see, Christina Bloom, Spiritual Advisor, and the group is actually Christina Bloom, Your Spiritual Advisor. Okay. I so did, that's I, the, the distinction. Uh, the page also has my middle initial L, I believe. So it's like Christina L. Bloom, spiritual advisor. Uh, if you just put in Christina Bloom, you're going to get a page I can't access and I can't figure out how to shut it down. So um, there's that. Okay. I did find, I found your page earlier on, Christina. So I will share it out to our listeners okay. on, on our Facebook page as well. So Great. Great. Thank you. And if um, I don't have a brick and mortar office. Uh, the pandemic shut down my brick and mortar and that turned out to be a real blessing because now I do readings either over the phone or over the internet and it's beautiful and it works mm. just as well mm. anywhere in the world. Yeah, as long as, as long yeah. as there's an English speaker on the other end, because I, I, <laughs> yes. I have really, I have tried three different times to learn three different languages and failed miserably every time. So, um, yeah. And in that way, I'm a very typical American. I only speak one language. No problem. Okay, well, mm, yeah. we'll share that out to the listeners and yeah. Uh, yeah, links and all that. So it's been really fascinating. Mm, thank you. Yeah. This has been great. This has been so much fun. Thank you all. No, so you're welcome. Welcome. Thank you for joining us. So, and thank you, everybody. It's time to go. Namaste. Thank you, Christina. <laughs> uh, thank you, Christina. Right, thank everyone, you, Julie. Thank you, Glenn. See you later. Namaste. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for listening.
listening and continuing to support the Full Circle Podcast. Don't forget to find us on our official Facebook page.